Hello, everyone. Welcome to TV Literate, the podcast that unapologetically enjoys trashy TV. I'm Jillian. And I'm Megan. Hell yeah. It's not a Duggar trial, I guess. I know. It's, I don't even know where to begin this episode. I don't even know where to start with, like, the state of affairs in Fundy World because things are on fire and every day there's new shit and I'm just, like, treading water to, like, make sure I get a little bit of all of it, you know? Yeah, because we need to know. I need need all of the dirt. I am the nosiest person in the world, and I have got to know what's going on. Yeah, I have to know what's going on. Yeah. So there's a lot going on, and we're not going to go into, like, most of it because it's a lot of of nothing and, you know. But we did want to talk a little bit about the one thing that came out. Literally, this broke while we were recording the trial episode. I think we finished recording and then you sent it to me like literally five minutes after. Yes, I did. I did. And then I was telling you, it's like crazy that like I was editing a podcast about a Duggar scandal that just happened. And while like between recording and editing, Uh another Duggar scandal happened. Um, But yeah, so basically, if you don't know, Jana Duggar in September, I believe, um, Mm -hmm. I don't know what the proper was cited was she cited was she arrested was she was written a ticket she was written a ticket yeah Yeah. she was cited or whatever for child endangerment um Mm -hmm. and the the details have kind of slowly been leaking out through rumors at first and then like family kind of confirming things and finally jana made a statement that alludes to Mm -hmm. her like one of a kid she was watching got out and Mm -hmm. Um, one of the M's, so Josh's kid. It was we think I think someone clarified that it was Mariella when she was yeah, little. Yeah, because the like, age was correct. Twenty two months, I think, is how old yeah, she was. So she just wandered out and ended up like just down the road and somebody found her and called the cops because like Yeah. What do you do with one wandering child? Do you knock at every door and say, Hello, is this your child? I don't think so. Right, exactly. <laughs> um but it is interesting that like it seems like this person found this child the police were called came out mm-hmm. identified who the child was mm-hmm. like before the child was found missing it kind of seems like that i don't know it's hard to tell huh. uh it's hard to tell exactly what happens yeah. it seems like some people are downplaying it but like other like it's hard to tell because we don't know the details but it is like interesting mm-hmm. that she was like cited because mm-hmm. most uh, most parents that i know mm-hmm like everyone slips up and exactly their kid gets out or it's nighttime and they're sleeping or whatever you know shit happens yeah it's just it's rare that people are i guess cited for it unless it's like really extreme but also on the flip side of that like i think it could be that like the people the cops are just fucking fed up with the duggars and so i get that too and Mm -hmm. or like maybe this wasn't the first time something like that happened i can definitely see that happening because there's so many goddamn Mm -hmm. kids Either way, it fucking sucks for Jana. Like, I don't really, I don't know the circumstances, so I'm not going to, like, judge too harshly because I don't know. But it sucks that, like, Jana, who is the one adult dugger without children, is the one in charge, like, that was seemingly in charge (laughs) of all these children. And then the one that gets the consequences from it. It's like, oof, bad, bad luck. Bad luck. Right? Like, all these people are making horrible parenting decisions, and you guys are punishing Jana, who right. is not the parent of any of them. Right. All of the parents decided to just leave their kids with Jana. Right. And, like, 
fuck. There had to be so many kids there because what? They're up to seven now. So there would have been six of Josh's kids. Mm -hmm. Plus, like, who knows? There could have been more. Like, Jess's kids could have been over there. Like, could have been Joe's kids. Like, you never know. My other thought is that the reason she got cited is because, like, CPS was there to, like, make sure Josh wasn't going into the house or something. Yeah. And that's why she got cited because the kid got out and the cops had to. Yeah, it definitely. It, there's a lot of reasons. So, like, yeah, it's hard to. I'm not gonna like judge too harshly, at least until we have full details. <laughs> but like, oof, it's like a. It's it. I don't know. Yeah, it's just a lot. <laughs> I feel like everyone should get a ticket. Yes, yeah. everyone involved should get a ticket <laughs> just here for being for being poop heads. Well, they keep taking kids to different hospitals and shit. I yeah, don't know. that does screams avoiding. Just- shit there's all kinds of sketchy shit going on and it scares the shit out of me because like if this i don't even know if this is the stuff that that has come out that we know about like there's got to be so many hidden skeletons in there that i just don't even want to consider i don't either i don't like it i don't want to think about it no let's just make sure all of them get what they deserve (laughs) yes (laughs) i said that really threateningly but i meant it like have the day you deserve (laughs) like (laughs) not like you deserve kill them (laughs) yeah no we don't we do not uh, we do not condone that at all um please don't kill people yeah because then you wouldn't be able to listen to us from jail probably yeah we we, you know we we need all the listeners you definitely couldn't get like tv yeah, like exactly. You would not be able You're... to keep up with the baits. Like, what the fuck Mm-mm. is the point? Mm-mm. No baits, no TLC. That's the worst part of prison. That is, that's, <laughs> that's a fate worse than death to me. Okay, so. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's, let's just leave the Duggars that's behind our little, us. Our little Doug date. Doug, Doug <laughs> date. I'm trying to make Duggar update into a word. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm sure there will be more um, Doug dates in the future <laughs> with all of this stuff going on. So we will keep you guys posted. Don't worry. Um, but yeah, there's just there's there's a lot going on in Fundyland. Yeah, it's a busy but busy. It's a busy season of life for it the is. Fundies. It truly is. But let's move <laughs> on. Let's talk about television a little bit. What have you been watching lately, Jillian? So. We've mostly been watching Christmas movies, where I have one very good recommendation of Christmas movies. Okay. Single All the Way on Netflix. Oh. It's a cute gay rom-com. Hell the only yeah. villain is The Grind in LA. Okay. It's great. Okay. I can, it's great. I, can, I, I feel that. I love it. Okay. Adding it to the yeah. list now. It's very festive and doesn't make you feel any of the shitty feelings of, like, Holiday Inn, where, oops, Fred Astaire is doing blackface or anything. Good. So. Okay, good. That is, <laughs> that's good news. <laughs> and... No one dies, and that's not a spoiler. <laughs> awesome, awesome. We love so a good go. holiday movie with no death. I know. God, so many of them are like, what if your mom died on Christmas? And you're like, what if my mom died on Christmas? I do not want to be thinking about this, please. <laughs> I just want to think about happy things, like being cute and going to the gym, like a little single all the way, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um. Okay, so then the other thing I've been watching, which is actually true trash, and I've binged it i only have like one episode left is selling tampa which is the follow-up to selling sunset but in tampa oh imagine that uh, man it's um a lot shittier houses for a lot more money good but 
all of the real estate agents suck less than the ones on Selling Sunset. That's good. It's like a trade-off. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty good. Nice. I'd recommend it if you like Selling Sunset. Cool. Awesome. I still need to watch <laughs> Selling Sunset. I still You do. It. It's it's gotten messy. Like, so, like, the first one and two seasons, we're like, oh, you know, this is fine. It's just kind of, like, catty fighting. And now, like, we're at season four. People are, like, throwing shit down. It's gotten Hell to, yes. like, real world level. There's villains. I don't even know, man. <laughs> That's awesome. We love, we it's love, good. we love uh, a good villain in our reality TV show, um, uh, real estate. Christine. I don't even know. Christine. <laughs> I hate her so much and i feel really bad saying that but i it's because she's decided to act this way yeah she's <laughs> chosen all a performance it. obviously like she, this is not like integral to her personality i don't think i think it's literally her acting for the show right yeah a fool exactly so, i can tell people that i hate her even though some people love her because i think she's a boss bitch and i'm like mm, she's not a boss bitch she's just a bitch <laughs> she's just a bitch <laughs> <laughs> it's true um, okay, so what have you been watching? Um, so I have a couple of new things we've been watching. The first thing oh, is yeah? more of a Kyler thing, though I watched it and enjoyed it as well. It is mm-hmm. the um, Beatles documentary on Disney Plus, Get Back, which is all just like basically footage of them um, recording Let It Be and doing their last uh, live performance as a band and it was really mm-hmm. good it's three parts but it's eight hours long so it's like yeah. really long but it was really good i enjoyed it i mean there were some parts where i was like okay i'm i'm ready for this to like speed up but it was i'm, I'm losing y'all here a little bit but uh i'll just go to the bathroom it was really good though and it was funny and honestly like kyler loved it so much and that and like watching him watch it was actually really cute because he was really into it uh, so I definitely, if you're a Beatles fan, recommend checking it out. It was good. The other thing that we watched was the, which I didn't even know this was a thing. And then all of a sudden I opened Netflix and it was on there and it's the blown away Christmas special. Yes. With Bobby. Yes. And it was so good. It's only like five episodes so and uh, I was like not in the Christmas spirit at all. And so it kind of helped me get in that mood a little bit. And it um, it was just like a nice little surprise treat. And I love Blown Away. It's one of my like favorite Mm -hmm. of the like competition shows. I just think it's so it's like everything is so amazing on that show. It's so cool. And they're so creative with hot shit. Really hot shit. Molten level hot shit. I can't fold paper right. And they're (laughs) over there like making snowmen out of glass balls. I know. It's like magic. It's insane. But highly recommended, especially now since we're like a week and a half away from christmas holy shit tis the christmas season tis the we've already season. done hanukkah yes so i don't know when eid is this year i don't know i'm sorry i can't keep the ball track of all the holidays i barely know when christmas is sometimes i ask chris what day christmas is this year and he's like it's always the same day and i'm like the 24th and he's like Ugh. <laughs> so it's not like thanksgiving jillian it is like Thanksgiving. It should be like the fourth Sunday in December or something. Yeah. But that's not oh, well. Jesus's birthday, Jillian, and neither is Christmas, so. No. <laughs> <laughs> nope. But, you know, that does mean that we will eventually see the sun again. Maybe. Because that means next week is the longest night of the year. Right. And so then every day yeah. it's going to be a little bit more daylight. A little bit more daylight. <sighs> All right, so let's get into it. 
let's just let's get back into the baits. We got to bring them up again. God. Bring them up. The, bringing up so those baits. I I think season seven's episode titles might actually be fighting season six for worst episode titles. <laughs> yeah. Some of these are really bad, like really corny. And some of these are like, have you guys never heard of like parody porns? Because all of these sound like parody porn and it's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe that's the point and they just maybe start trying to get one over on the baits. Who knows? I don't know. I don't think up TV is that's that true. crafty. That's true. Unless they have somebody behind the scenes that's like trying to take them down from the inside, which respect. Uh-huh. Yeah, hell yeah. If you're there, up TV, mole, let us know. <laughs> yeah, send us the dirt, okay? Please. Um, so we are going to start season seven of Bringing Up Bates. This season is like fucking long as hell. There are so it's many episodes. 31 episodes. 31 episodes. So this is going to be quite a few episodes of this season, which is fine by me. Yeah. But we are going to start with episode one, of course, which is called The Four C's. Carrot, Clarity, Carlin, and Courtship. And the fifth C is cash. <laughs> <laughs> but one thing that's going on is it's Josie's 18th birthday. And mm-hmm. so they're throwing Josie a little surprise party. And um, Alyssa is in town. And she says she's in town for a church dedication service that they're doing for their church. But in reality. I can't believe they finally finished that fucking church. I know. And it looks so bad. It does. And they didn't even get the steeple I on was top lit- of it. We will get on there. But I. Yeah. What the fuck? Anyway. Um, <laughs> fuck you, Kelly. Ha <laughs> ha. So Josie just thinks she's in town for the dedication service. She doesn't know about the party. Um, and also, the parents know that at some point this weekend, Evan is going to plan to ask the big courtship question. God, so. this was the worst episode for me because I cannot tell Evan, Bobby, and Kelton Same. apart. It's I have so no idea which one's hard. which. It is so hard. And who? I feel like somebody just got married to another one that looks... I think Katie just got married to somebody who looks Probably. exactly like them, too. So it's just going to get harder. Like the generic white Christian man. Yeah, yeah. They, they have a type for sure. He looks like a youth pastor. They all look like youth pastors. Yes, they all look like they have like an acoustic guitar always at the ready in their back of their trunk, just ready to fucking. <laughs> if they weren't raised like Baptist Christian, they'd be the dudes at the beach, like bringing out yes. the guitar, like I'm gonna sing you guys Freebird, <laughs> or like uh, this one's called Wonderwall. <laughs> <laughs> so we have Josie, and she's getting picked up from Crown College by Kelly Joe, Alyssa. And Kelton. Right. And she's bringing two of her college friends, I guess. Yes. And they're going shopping in for ice cream. Mm-hmm. And this is where they talk about how now that she's 18, Josie is officially allowed to date. She can have a boyfriend. Oh, yay. You're allowed to have a boyfriend. I hate, I hate the whole, like, you can have a boyfriend when you turn this age. Because, like... Some pe- I don't know. It's just like it should be. I know a lot of people who shouldn't be dating who are like twenty three years old. <laughs> true, much it's less like it's true. I know some really smart like twelve year olds and stuff who who could read you up and down and be like, "Go fuck yourself. You're not treating me right." Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's like just because somebody turns eighteen doesn't mean they do or do not have the capability mm-hmm. of being. In a re- I don't know. It's just dumb. Anyway, <laughs> you're like legally maybe like marriageable. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you sure. can't sign the contract until you're eighteen. <laughs> They take her to Josie's boutique, which is not her boutique, but it is funny that Josie now is part of the girl's boutique, like she Mm -hmm. and they have two different boutiques that are fighting. 
They're not really fighting. (laughs) They're fighting. The girls are fighting. I I always think they're fighting because they're like, there's the Bates Sisters Boutique. And then there's like the other one that has like a much more millennial name that's run by the other half. I don't know. I can't keep up with it. (laughs) But yeah, they're all involved in the boutique stuff. At this boutique, they find a little happy camper hat that they buy for Uh Tori to give Bobby, which is kind of funny. It was cute. Josie says that picking out gifts and buying stuff for herself is embarrassing and that she doesn't feel like she's worth gifts, which like, girl, yikes, they've done a number on you. Yeah. You're worth gifts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I definitely like I understand. I'm not like one that likes a lot of attention on me or like stuff mm-hmm. like that. So I get that. But yeah. But, like, going out with your mom, <laughs> sister and boyfriend to go shopping yeah. for your birthday is not like huge pressure. No, it's not yeah. like a big party right yeah it's a little like oh yeah that's just shows the the difference in in raising 19 kids versus two or whatever (laughs) yes um okay yeah so they're shopping around there everything looks like what you would imagine Mm -hmm. in a boutique that they shop at yeah i don't know so while they're doing all the shopping, <laughs> the rest of the family is decorating at home for this little surprise party. And Michael mm-hmm. has also flown in, um, which is a surprise to Josie as well. And she rolled up in the truck that Kelton and Bobby rolled up in later. So maybe Bobby picked her up from the airport or something? Yeah, I maybe, yeah. I just I was like, why is she driving this weird truck? <laughs> So then after they go shopping, they go to this fancy ice cream shop for Josie's birthday. And this is where Kelly didn't know that lavender was a flavor. She says, quote, I thought it was a color. It is. It is all. It's a color. Based on the plant and that a plant. you eat. Yep. Yes, exactly. It's just, oh, yeah. I know. It's like, but it's not, a, they don't eat, they only eat American food. That's true. Lavender's so, not Lavender's American, not there. So. It's not American. <laughs> but she didn't end up getting the lavender ice cream which i was very disappointed in because i love the i love lavender stuff yeah the lavender Um, honey it sounded good i would i would try that for sure so good yeah especially if it had like little crunchy honeycombs in it Mm. or like toffee or something Mm. Mm. (laughs) i want ice cream i love ice cream (laughs) of course things are running behind in the house with putting the party together but regardless Josie and Kelton and everyone arrive home, and Josie is completely shocked and again very shy. Like does not want to go into the house. Yeah, <laughs> little like just backs up and like plasters herself to the front of the house and is like, "Thanks, no." <laughs> yeah, which like here's the thing: not everybody wants a surprise party, and this is the reasonable <laughs> one to be like, "Okay, she's like legit here." Because yeah. like you know, not wanting to tell your mom what you want for your birthday is a little crazy. But not wanting a giant surprise party with 50 people in your house, yeah. that's fine. Yeah. I, that's very reasonable. Yeah, and it's just, I felt kind of bad for her because it's like, uh, she has to like <laughs> pretend to be okay with this on her birthday when it's like clearly she does not want all this attention on her. But mm-hmm. I mean, she was happy about it. And grandma and grandpa also came in and there were a bunch of other family friends and stuff. So she was very happy to see everybody. And the whole mm-hmm. group gave her her praises and it was yep. beautiful. Yep, and God, I cannot imagine standing there and having people praise you for your birthday. I to projectile vomit. I would. I literally like. I want to melt into a puddle right now thinking about it. It sounds Uh like my worst nightmare, honestly. 
yeah i don't like it i hate it <laughs> um but they all said obviously nice things about right, her and right. it is Hilton was encouraged by her bible love and her jesusiness anyway during the party <laughs> kelton wait <laughs> oh yeah kelton takes evan aside i think i don't know they're uh-huh. talking about like their plans to court carlin and it's all like oh you know what you're gonna do are you nervous but i don't know it's just bros being bros talking about courting i don't know why dudes should be this nervous to ask their girlfriend to be their girlfriend <laughs> for real like it's not even a proposal like calm down yeah yeah like, you know she's like, gonna say here's yes a bracelet because i like you cool yeah it's like you're literally just giving her a gift and being like you want to go steady that's literally it. It's so fucking true because it is. It's true. Oh, so dumb. Um. Okay, so Bobby, and then I put in quotes, God, it's so hard to tell these white boys apart. He's going engagement ring shopping for Tori. Um, this mm-hmm. is while he's still living in Florida before he moves. He's going to the yep. shop that his dad bought his mom's ring at, which is kind of cute, I guess. It is. It's super cute. Like, that's kind of fun, especially in a place like Pensacola. Like, it's not like a tiny town. There are options. It's It's true. Tori has shown Bobby a picture of the ring that she liked. So he's using Mm -hmm. that as his basis, which is good. At least he has. (sighs) Yeah, he he has what she likes, but that ring is ugly as sin. It was very ugly, but it's what she likes. So that's that's good, I guess, because um, again, some of us have bad taste. True. That's fine. Uh, they go over like the four C's and everything and get everything figured mm-hmm. out and all set up. And he's hoping that he's able to get his ring before he moves to Tennessee. Which it's a week and like a couple days until yeah. he moves to Tennessee. Like, sir, yeah. you should have started this process many, many months ago. It, yeah, it took like months for the my ring to come together. Like, it's not a it's not an overnight thing. If you're getting like a custom ring like this, it's not right? an overnight thing. Yeah, I mean... Just the fact that you have to, like, work with fancy metal alone. Yeah. Like, I can't make a nice ring. <laughs> no, I can't make shit. <laughs> you gotta have a good... You gotta have someone with skills to do that. True. It's not just selling a ring. Anyways. Exactly. Sorry. I have a lot of feelings It's okay. About Let them out. People. Let them <gasps> out. <laughs> um, During this time, they did do little talking heads of all of the other husbands, though, which was funny, and, like, how they found their ring. And Chad was like... I knew the ring that she had to have and I went and I got it and I had it and it was just oh oh and I was like good boy Chad of course <laughs> yeah, yeah and Zach's like well I had to sell my truck <laughs> it sounds like Zach <laughs> which I very Zach <laughs> so he sold his truck to buy Whitney a ring which you know all right I am sure he had other cars yeah, there seems they don't seem to be at a, at a loss for cars in this family why do fundies have so many cars and sell them and stuff like why are they so into cars i don't know there's something to that we should look into it yeah the cars and the planes thing it all feels like they're smuggling people and stuff yeah it's, it doesn't doesn't feel right especially just considering the type of in people. light of <laughs> yeah, the news we have been talking about <laughs> just I lots don't of, i don't even know it's true <laughs> so while the stewart family is in town carlin had planned for both families to go have a lake day but little did she know that what that evan has this whole like scavenger hunt thing planned for her and so i thought all of the family members so she's just been making these fake plans with people (laughs) yeah for this whole time yeah i don't know how i would feel about that if i was like 
I don't know. I'm a I'd little be kind too... of upset if yeah. I'm like, oh, you know, I've planned all these things for both of our parents to like hang out and get to know each other. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I'm a little too like neurodivergent to like handle plan changes like that very well. So I get that. I get yeah. that. Yeah. No, don't fuck with my plans. <laughs> Please don't. Only I can change my plans and it's only to cancel them. Exactly. A hundred percent. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> so he, Evan surprises her at the door and tells her about this date and she's like screaming and running around trying to get ready being carlin you know how she is just extra carlin the poor dear she can hardly (laughs) read i feel so bad but like she was not prepared for the human real world yeah she's not prepared to read things on the fly in a heightened state of emotion yeah she's like so excited that she can't even like absorb the words that she's reading Uh and it's like bad but yeah. anyway, the first clue leads them to the car, which I guess, I don't know why you really need a clue for I know, that. The clues were really <laughs> stupid, though, too. So, like, I'll give her some credit. Yeah. The clues were like, this thing brought us together when we were far. I have four wheels and I am a... <laughs> <laughs> You're like, why are we going to a car? <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? Um, so while Evan is accompanying Carlin on the scavenger hunt, the rest of the siblings are kind of, like, working behind the scenes to get mm-hmm. other scavenger hunt duties done. And the next clue leads them to a little riverboat for a lunch cruise. And mm-hmm. ca- um, both sets of parents are with them as well. Yes. Which was cute. Mm-hmm. That was nice. Yeah. It's nice because I think that, like, especially since the, the families are so big and far apart, mm-hmm. the families probably haven't had a lot of time to spend together. So it's nice. Definitely nice to have um, some alone time with both sets of parents. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to say that the Stewart family children are possibly crazier than the Bates family children. (laughs) (laughs) They seemed very intense. They were very extra. They were all in on this. And like so many perms. Why is, why are perms coming back? I think it's just a fundy thing. I must be. I don't know. Because they all just want to look like Michelle Duggar with Uh, her. With her, I don't even know, dead animal hanging off her head. I don't know. (laughs) don't even know like her it's like her rug yeah exactly she's got her rug <laughs> so then the next stop is at the church and this is where i have in big letters where's the steeple there's still no goddamn steeple on there's this no fucking steeple. church no steeple and it kind of looks half done on the outside yeah it's like what have you guys been doing you didn't they literally order a steeple like we saw it, it showed up we saw it on the show <laughs> where they is put it? it next to it they i guess they probably just fucking sold it i don't even i don't know <laughs> give it to chad he'll do something with it <laughs> so they stop at the church um because carlin does sunday school here and so he gets some of his sunday school kids and then also the bates kids together and they sing a little cute song to carlin mm-hmm. it was cute it was really cute actually this should have been the only song so yes yes Kids allowed to sing songs, and it's like yeah. cringy, but like, oh, kids singing a song. Yeah, like, it's cute, supposed to be choir, cringy. Yeah, yeah. No, the, no. Yeah. And they're not doing it. They're not writing songs and singing it to people and right. shit. After the little kids sing, um, we get the next clue, and mm. the next clue leads her to Aaron. And Aaron gives her a scrapbook that was made by Evan's sister, and he has not seen. <laughs> Great, thoughtful. <laughs> Yeah, it was wild. She's like, "Did you write? Did you say that? Did you write this one?" And she, he's like, "No." And she's like, "Did this one?" And she's, he's like, "No." <laughs> uh, yeah, it's like, um, yeah, it's like, I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't really feel quite as 
thoughtful as if he would have just done it himself but you know what that's okay. yeah like if you didn't want to like i get you wanted to do a scrapbook and you didn't have the skills but maybe you should have just gotten a little photo book or just gotten a nice picture frame right with exactly a picture in it yeah feels a little disingenuous but that's okay mm-hmm. feels like your sister's gonna enter the courtship too which aren't they it's family I, to family when they're so. courting i guess so So some of the older Bates kids and like the couples are also at Aaron's house and they're all having dinner there. Um, And that's when they all look at the scrapbook together. Um, And so then the next clue leads to Norris Dam, which is a place that's close to the house that Carlin really likes Mm -hmm. to go to. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) I don't even know. This one was so much. So at Norris Dam, they had gill etc all set up a box a table and uh like a keyboard piano thing to play because you know mm-hmm. so <laughs> i unfortunately what's his do. face bland white man evan yes um, <laughs> blind folds carlin mm-hmm. and in the car and takes her out and leaves her in front of this giant box and just leaves and her just there. leaves her there doesn't tell her to do anything he goes and hides behind the tree yeah just leaves I, I would be like what the fuck at least he like opened the gift or something but it was just like a gift in front of her i don't know it was just yeah. like really weird that he just like, like left you can her take there your blindfold off yeah now even would have been fun yeah he didn't even instruct her to take her blindfold off he yeah, just literally just, just ran away and there, left her like, there like what's up and then she took it off and realizes he's not there sees the big box opens the big box big box has balloons that go out to kill all of the beautiful animals that you love at the dam yeah um <laughs> and the final balloon is attached to a key Ooh. a key to his box <laughs> wow <laughs> so then this is where the singing starts uh uh-huh. and it was just i don't even know i like i this type of thing just makes me want to die inside anyway he has Close like some up singing yeah and then it's he has josh's like... wedding all over again oh god oh god but I loved how he had, like, somebody just standing there on the keyboard, just, like, waiting. Uh-huh. I think it was his dad, because they are, they they do, like, the Stuart family, yeah, they do whatever. Yeah, the band, so. yeah. Yeah. Um, um, it was a lot. It was. All I have to say, really, about it is that he does sing better than Lawson. True. I agree. I do agree. It was cringe, but it wasn't, like, the worst singing I've ever heard. But, yeah, I don't know. Carlin was, like, bawling the whole time. And yeah. all of this just for her to unlock the box and there's a bracelet. That's all there yep. is to it. Like With his heart on it. And he never asks her to court. He says, will you accept the gift of my heart? No. Only really if you really give me your heart. Yeah, like box. on a platter, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go Daenerys Targaryen and eat your heart. I just think that these they go so extra for this. Like, what's he going to do for the proposal? Like, why? Mm-hmm. You're setting yourself up for failure here, dude. I don't know. And then this whole ending part where the families kind of come out and they're, like, hanging out. Kelly Joe's like, they should just make it an engagement. And Gil's like, oh, God, no. Yeah. Which it looked like an engagement to me. Yeah, it um, definitely. More like, yeah, it, just weird. And so then it's so funny that it's, like, this engagement. And then it follows up with carlin saying well now that we're officially courting i can hold his hand i'm actually holding his hand like what yeah and i was like i know it's so it's like startling it's startling how i don't even know i don't even know the words to describe it you can't hold hands yeah that it's like wow this whole (laughs) 
this whole production and now you get a bracelet and you can hold hands it's just weird it's weird <laughs> like you can't even you don't even get the best reward for doing a grand romantic gesture which right. is having the grand romantic sex later yes exactly <laughs> it's i don't even know but they're in a courtship now as if they weren't before no they're with the capital b and g boyfriend girlfriend i, I guess, guess now so pre pre-engaged Oh, and Carlin did also do a Josie on this one and say, I just don't feel like I'm worth this much, mm-hmm. which is like, baby girl. Yeah. No, you're worth. You're worth everything. You're worth everything, especially from these shitty white men who are just going to oppress you for the rest of your life. For real, though. <laughs> get what you can get. So then the last part of this episode um, is the uh, Bible Baptist Church dedication service, which Bible Baptist Church, that's like, can you have come up with a more creative name? Bible. Right? No, but they always keep it low key like this, so people wander in and get inculcated before I they guess. realize it's the like really bad Baptist church. Jeez. Yeah, um, so they're having a dedication service while the Stewarts in town, and they're kind of helping out doing the music. So Gil announces to the congregation that Carlin and Evan are in a courtship, and then the Stewarts get up and perform. And Gil says that he is happy that there's going to be a union of two families who are quote ministry minded. <laughs> Ugh. which like hate that hate that <laughs> the Stuart family sang and they sang a lot and it was a lot and then the dedication was over yes yes thank <laughs> god thank god so and now we're finally out of episode one thank god yeah that was a long one though so the next the it next was. ones won't be as long but episode two is called decorating dilemmas and job decisions this one, they just didn't really go for creative. They were just like, what's this one about? Yeah. Well, <laughs> jobs. <laughs> Thankfully, it wasn't, you know, not too egregious, this one. So Michael and Brandon are moving into a house, a bigger area mm-hmm. in Chicago. And which, thank God, because every time any of the Bates show up, all they do is talk about how s- small her apartment is. So maybe like, that's she- so cozy. It's so quaint. It's so little. Yeah. Anyway, Kelly and Aaron are going up to Chicago to help her decorate and set things up in the house. And they kind of go through and decide on a country farmhouse theme for the living room and mm-hmm. kitchen, which, shocker, is that not what... Who'd have thunk it? I know, right? That's like typical Bates shit. God, there's definitely going to be a cutout of Tennessee that may or may not be a clock on her wall that says mm-hmm. home on it. Yes, exactly. A hundred percent. Yes, for sure. Michael loves farmhouse country, and Brandon likes more modern stuff. He's the reason they have, like, the black leather couches and stuff. But Brandon, being a good husband, said, I have one rule for others helping with decorating our house. If my wife likes it, it can stay. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> a fair good. rule. That's a good rule to have. Yeah. So um, the girls go fabric shopping for curtains, and mm-hmm. Kelly keeps trying to make suggestions, but nobody even listens to her because they just no. know it's going to be bad, which is kind of sad. It it's is. like, what's the point of bringing her? It's so her? sad. But she's stuck in like the 80s. She is. She is. Of like the 80s, like green floral, like conservative house look, not like the 80s cool mm-hmm. and modern. Yeah, she she's doesn't have great taste. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I know. I feel bad that she got all of her stuff vetoed, but also she was not thinking of what her child would like she was thinking of what she would like exactly um but they ended up not finding anything so that's cool but they kind of decided Mm -hmm. on where they were going to go with it next Mm -hmm. 
Um, do we just want to finish up? Yeah, we can just the go decorating, and yeah. then we'll go. Okay. So they took inventory of all the decorations that Michael had. Mm-hmm. Um, and Michael is like me. You can't plan a room ahead of time. You can't picture it in your head. I just have mm-hmm. to move all the furniture. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron is like absolutely adamant that you can't mix modern decorations with country decorations, which like I feel like you probably you can. can. It's really there's no you rules. Can. You can just do things no. that you like. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Oh god. And <laughs> then of course. Yeah. Anytime we see Michael, we've got to talk about Michael's infertility, which like I'm just going to be honest. I'll probably have some stuff. Anyway, I've just heard. You've got some, some things to say about her, it. Well, her later, I don't know, her later segment on this, like, I don't know, kind of triggered me a little bit, but we'll get into that in a little bit. But yeah, she talks right. about how she's been to a specialist, that they still don't have any answers yet. There's more tests they have to do, but she says it's a lot of money, which I can yeah. confirm it is a lot of money. So and they don't even have fucking insurance because who has insurance? Brandon works for a church, maybe. Yeah, it's I, I don't know. But yeah, it's so expensive. It's all fucked up. But yeah, after that, they all go bowling and mm-hmm. Brandon meets them there. After they make Michael have all of her trauma on right. the camera. Exactly. With Aaron, Again. who can just keep having babies. Yes. A million times. Yes. <laughs> So they finally go bowling to get out some of the aggression, and Michael and Aaron get very competitive with each other about this. Which I get. Why? I'm sure that they're like, especially during, especially between siblings very close in age. Like, there's Mm -hmm. probably so much competitive energy between them when there's like so many of them, and they're competing for like, enter like food and attention and stuff. Like, and then you're competing for who can have the most fucking kids and uh, shit. Because, you know, that. their whole thing is procreation. And the most important thing in their household is babies. Oh, God. But, yeah, I don't know. Kelly is the only one that was allowed to have bumpers, which mm-hmm. mood. I get that. Oh, um, yeah. So, yeah. Then after after they go bowling, Kelly, Michael, and Aaron stay up all night and finish decorating the house. Yep. And, yeah, I don't know. It was. It was a house. Something. Yeah, it didn't look like you needed to stay up all night doing it, but maybe they painted. That sounds like the Bates, though, taking forever to do anything. That's true. They've got to talk about each item for an hour before they hang it. Exactly. So the other part of this episode, um, we go back to Tennessee and Bobby is training to take over Chad's job at the scrapyard. Um, Since Chad has gotten an opportunity to work construction with a local builder, He decided Mm to move on with his job. And so Bobby is planning on hopefully doing this job while he also works at the church with his Mm -hmm. ministry degree or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. I just hate how all of these people just get so much money just from reading that same one fucking book (laughs) all the time. I know, right? Has not changed. (laughs) Has not changed. So um, in the scrapyard basically chad is just teaching bobby how to do like a regular human job and he's Mm -hmm. they're acting like it's like not a regular human job because they're like you have to answer the phone and deal with customers in person and keep track of stuff Mm -hmm. on an inventory sheet wow so busy (laughs) so scary yeah that is that's what it's like working having a job yep yep (laughs) (laughs) pretty normal so then tori goes to pick up bobby from work um, but mm-hmm. because, of course, they can't be alone, um, she brings the little girls with them, and they all go out to get mm-hmm. ice cream together. 
at the Chunky Monkey, which is the cutest <laughs> named ice cream shop I've ever heard Chunky of. Chunky Monkey. Um, and while they're at the Chunky Monkey, Tori grills Bobby on whether or not he's looked at rings yet, but oh he refuses to tell her. I can tell she was getting really annoying with this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's like, so what's the ring look like? Can I see the ring? Da, 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 da. And it's like, holy uh, shit, girl. Shut up. Like, let yourself have some surprise. Yeah, like, exactly. We all get excited when we're going to get something that we anticipate. But just just wait. Just take, it, it's chill. coming. Just, just calm down. Um, I did like that the little girls were like, they were talking about the most awkward things ever. <laughs> yeah, they're like so like getting over it all. married. Gross. <laughs> gross. Boys are gross. That is true, though. That I agree. Yeah, it's true. Boys have cooties. Tr- always. So, are we ready to go to the next episode? Yep, that was just kind of. It feels like that's like such a short episode since that I first know. one had like eighty things in it. I'm like, yeah. could we not have just had each one of those events as an episode? Yeah, exactly. It's like I don't know. The pacing's no. off with the show. <laughs> so the next episode is called Bobby's Happy Camper, which again, this yes. one sounds like a porn. It's for a full <laughs> stop does. So it is finally time for Bobby to move to Tennessee. Uh, and so Tori's heading over to the camper to decorate it and make it look nice for Bobby's arrival. And, of course, lots of speculation as to when Bobby's going to pop the question. Which, I guess, thank God Bobby wasn't there for this part. Because yeah. Bobby's like, please, shut up for just a second about it. Yeah, that was pretty much all that they talked about here was what the ring's going to look like and when's it. Yeah, uh-huh. so that's. Um, yeah, they have this whole poster thing in their class. I don't know. Or in their class. They have this whole poster thing as their tradition in their family. Yeah. Yes. Their class. <laughs> Same thing. Day. We just upgraded Blackboard. So oh, I'm just, God. Brain well, is melted. That's fair. <laughs> um, Yeah. But of course, Tori forgot the markers. So she just had poster board that was right. white, which is great. Feels about Very right. welcoming. <laughs> but then speaking of rings, on his way out of town, Bobby does stop by <laughs> the jewelry shop and picks up his engagement ring. Um, and yeah, it's an engagement ring. Cool. He got it. Yep. <laughs> we never really saw a close up of it. Yeah, we didn't really. Think. But I'm assuming it looks like the picture that he gave Which, him. Which, not great, but. Not my style, but that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Neither is fundamentalism. Um, <laughs> so Bobby yes. wants to include as much of the family as possible in his proposal. So we'll see how that shakes out. We shall see. So then, because the poster situation happened, Tori has to go back to the camper. And this time she has Aaron and Chad meet her there because Aaron can make posters really good. So Yeah, and Chad is Chad. the handyman for he's the Chad. Bates. Yeah. yeah, he's Chad. He can do anything. So the first thing Chad does is he figures out that you can remove the table, mm-hmm. which you can in all campers because that's, like, that's where another bed is. Right. Yeah. yeah, that's a function. That's like a common function thing. But yeah, they do it. And then Aaron makes the posters. Uh-huh. Which, you know, they his sister made... True. No, his the sister, scrapbook. It's not his sister. Yeah, that is true. That's the other, it's the other white family. Boy. That's the other fucking white boy. Stuart. God. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then the, another white, the, uh, the third white boy stops by <laughs> Kelton <laughs> to work yeah, on... Yeah, and they're best friends. Bobby and Kelton are best friends? How? Where did these people come from? They're, is Kelton from Florida? I think they went to college together, yeah. Oh, I think they... Okay. Yeah, I think that's what happened. He's from Tennessee, but they went to college together, is the, I think. The okay. Anyway, so he stops by to work on the plumbing in the camper because he's a plumber. 
And Mm -hmm. then, oh, I have a quote from Gil here who he's talking about how, like, it's nice to have Kelton in the family because he's a plumber and he can do things. But that also means he has to spend time with Josie. And then he says, raising girls is a bad deal. That's terrible. That's, like, not an okay thing to say. I'm sorry. (laughs) Like, no. And, like, I get kind of what he's saying is, like, raising girls means that eventually you'll lose them. But, like... You don't lose them because you're not sending them off to be married in, like, fucking Vienna, Austria to become the ruler of the country. They're they're just going to live down the road. And also, like, (laughs) they don't feel that way about their sons when they're... I just don't understand how it's any different. Like, when your son Well, because you're not giving away a son. (gasps) The son is bringing in because sons take and women give. Hate. Don't don't like it. (laughs) Girls give. That's why they both start with G. Oh. Oh, God. Boys bad. Um, but yeah it seems like kelton might be might be the next chad of the family though not quite to chad's level but like he's there for the plumbing because chad doesn't know plumbing that's true he's chad's like puzzle piece (laughs) maybe he can help relieve chad of some of the pressures of being like the glue that holds the family together so the only useful man (laughs) exactly in a 50 mile radius of the bates um (sighs) Yeah. So my favorite part about this was that um Tori. Fuck. I can't tell Tori and Carolyn apart either. I have a hard time with uh-huh. them. Um so Tori is there and she's like, It's leaking somewhere, no 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 and Kelton turns on the water and she's like, Don't do it, it'll leak and it's like <laughs> how how do you think he's gonna fix it, honey? <laughs> I need to know where it's leaking. <laughs> and so he just looks at her and he says, I need it to leak. That's how plumbers solve things. <laughs> I'm glad he just, like, flat out told her, just, like, in simple terms. I was just like, oh, yep, that is true. True. I can't believe, I don't think that man's ever had to say that sentence before, because we all kind of knew that. (laughs) Yep. So, then finally, Bobby arrives home, and Tori is at the camper waiting for them, waiting for him, and immediately upon arrival, ask him, where's the ring? Um, Bobby's dad looks like he murders people for a living. <laughs> like, not like an assassin, but like a serial killer. Like, de- like not like Dexter, but the opposite of Dexter. Like, you only yeah. kill good people. <laughs> I feel like I want to get more of more of Bobby's parents because I haven't. I can't get a good read on them. <laughs> Let's see what is. Oh, fuck, his name is Bobby Smith, isn't it? <laughs> God, I was gonna look him up, but how the fuck good do you luck. look up um, Robert Smith in Pensacola, Florida? <laughs> Damn, good luck to you. <laughs> um yeah but i think that man looks like a serial killer and i don't know what it is about him but it might have been the glasses yeah glasses do like glasses have a really really big contributing factor to if you look like a serial killer or not so that's fair um i don't know they're all fucking talking about rings and shit on the talking heads of course and judson at one point says tori wants a green ring which iconic Mm -hmm. iconic judd moment yes um, and then once they get things a little bit settled, they all go over to the Bates compound and um, they give Bobby's parents a tour of the house, even though it's like not clean at all. No. And it's kind of a, a mess, but whatever. And then for like the fourth time this season so far, they have ice cream together. Yes. I think the fourth time in like three episodes. Yeah. It's just ice cream is the only thing that Bundy's can do. It's pure... You know, there's nothing. The only, only guilty pleasure you get 
Exactly. You don't get booze. You don't get anything fun. Mm-hmm. You only get ice cream and cake. Ice cream is fun, though. So I, I know. you know, at least they get ice cream. Yeah. But they should have more. Yeah. No, I agree. They should have I more fun. <laughs> There's more to life um, than just ice cream. Even I have to admit that. I feel bad that I called Robert a serial killer because he also is the one that I kind of identify with in the Bates house tour that they gave. So are you he saying that runs. you're a serial killer? Yes. You identify with a serial killer. I identify with a serial killer. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it happens. Just to be fair. Um, <laughs> well, okay. So I only identify with him on this part insofar as he ran into the laundry room and yelled, they have seven machines, Sherry. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Like, I heard that too. And I was like, oh, yep, that's would be my <laughs> reaction <me>. to. <laughs> I'd be like, you can fit 10 people in this room <laughs> sleeping. Wow. <laughs> oh, God. I hate how... Gil keeps talking about how, like, oh, Bobby's a real stand-up guy because most guys, they just take their girl wherever they are, but this guy's coming to her. And it's like... That doesn't always happen. Not now, like, in modern America, sir. I hate (laughs) that that's, like, their expectation. Like... Yeah. That's not how things work. But I guess it has been kind of true in their family. Because Michael's in Chicago and Alyssa's in Florida. I just just hate that it is. Yeah, but just fuck fuck Gil Bates. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, um, you, you know, you could just make decisions that are whatever the best decision is for you. It doesn't have to do with, oh, I'm the I have the penis. So I get to live where my family is. Unfortunately, it's not because they have penises. It's because they have jobs. Oh. They don't allow the women out. But they have jobs because <laughs> they have penises. So that's true. Yeah. So it all comes back. It all comes to back the to the penis, to the schlong. You're right. <laughs> Okay, so (laughs) next episode is called Sunday Fun Day, and emphasis on the sun because this is the solar eclipse. Fun fact, this was my first day at my last library job, and it was just, I brought back some good memories. That's good. I know, I remember, uh uh-oh. The worst part about working in a public library during the solar eclipse, which I worked, be- this was mostly before the solar eclipse, was mm-hmm. people calling in demanding you give them glasses and us not having any and not being able to do anything about it and us just getting Dude. yelled at. So it was everywhere. Like everywhere was yeah. out of glasses. Yeah. I mean, we had people like fighting people at the sheets for glasses mm-hmm. down yeah. here. It was wild. <laughs> anyway, good times. So. Um, they, they, we talk about how the kids learned about the solar eclipse when they went uh-huh. to Kelly's. They saw Kelly's old science professor or teacher when they visited. Their one day of public school. Exactly. They visited for her birthday and they gave him a lesson and that stuck with them, which like, imagine these kids would love to be in school. Anyway. These kids just want to, <laughs> like, kids just want to learn. Yeah. You don't have to just teach them, like, God good, everyone else bad, only family, don't have sex. Yeah, that's, 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 those are the rules of life. That's kind of what you learn in the 18 years of the IBLP homeschooling. Pretty much. Um, the school of the dining room table, I believe, is what they call it on, on the internet, at least. <laughs> but the so the kids have been excited about the solar eclipse since they learned about mm-hmm. it. And the Bates are in the path of totality. So that's exciting. And Michael and Brandon have come in just for the occasion because Brandon is a huge nerd, which like... Brandon's such a huge fucking nerd. I can appreciate that part of Brandon so much. Because, like, I recently learned in all of this Josh Duggar stuff that Brandon actually worked in the offices of IBLP. Interesting. Like, that's how he made money through college. (laughs) 
So apparently he's like an extra piece of shit, but yeah. he's just like the softest little nerd. And if he hadn't gotten the power complex, it's like how we get school shooters, man. You get the cute little nerds who don't feel like they fit in. Yeah. And you give them something that feels powerful and they become either Bill Gothard or <laughs> fucking Dylan Klebold or Eric Dylan Klebold. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nerds are, nerds are scary for sure. <laughs> they they scare. Yeah. I mean, I mean a nerd, as a nerd. So. Yeah, exactly. As a nerd, we know our kind. <laughs> we are librarians, okay? We are <laughs> full nerds. We have seen all kinds of nerds. We know all kinds of nerds and we know the dangerous nerds. We do. Oh yeah, we do. So Brandon does a little demonstration for the kids, um, where he makes Bobby be the sun and Lawson the moon and he's earth and they have balls and they're all like demonstrating it. And it's really nice. And they talk about how Brandon is able to simplify things for kids really easily. And like Brandon would be such a good teacher. He should just be a teacher. Yeah. Just be a teacher. A I science know. teacher. Be so good. God, did he go to po- did he go to school school or was he homeschooled? I don't, I don't know. remember. I don't know. I'll have to look that up later. Because if he went to school school, he could do that, yeah, maybe. But for sure. I'm just so afraid of putting any IBLP people in fucking teaching That's jobs. That's true, yeah. Also, I was just thinking, too, he would be, he would love working as a children's librarian, probably, honestly, low-key, uh-huh. because that's, yeah, a lot of what he did yeah. was just explain things to kids in little weird ways. Yeah, he's not like the youth pastor. He's like the Sunday school teacher. Right, yeah, exactly. So... <laughs> Um, the next birthdays on the calendar are Judson and Brandon. And so while they have everyone in town and we're already celebrating something, they decide to combine it and have a birthday party solar eclipse celebration at a church member's house because they have a pool. I feel so bad. Like, you gotta know that you have to offer because, like, they're basically the leaders of your church at this point. Right. But, oh yeah and then you have like 23 people come invade your fucking house and yeah. scream and stand on shit like the whole time they were like bouncing around all these people's fucking 200 hundred dollar lounger chairs and like fuck yeah and also they had like no this respect. huge inflatable water slide and <laughs> i was just like that slide does not stand a chance against this family i swear to god i can't believe that it made it through but it's because it was one of those fucking professional grade ones yeah for sure yeah they knew what they were doing they, they were like one. they said that they were a they used to have a party supply business. So that's why they had the cotton candy machine and stuff. So gotcha. they had like the legit, like you can't stab it with a knife kind of inflatable. That's good. Cause yeah, that's the only thing that's going to last with, with yeah. this family for sure. Oh yeah. I was so afraid. Me too. <laughs> so they swim and play around a little bit. And then finally it's time for the solar eclipse and Gil hands out glasses to everyone. Uh, and mm. also Chad, found out that some of the welding helmet shields that he had at Mm -hmm. work had the appropriate uv rating that they could use that's what i watched the eclipse through yeah yeah so they they had them in the science building at marshall so they're like since we're not using these as long as you give them back like yeah cool you can use them so they all kind of take turns looking through and all kinds of stuff um lawson tries to say that it looks like pac-man but as he's never seen pac-man or played a video game he said like that little yellow dude that i think eats stuff yeah yeah it's like yeah that's pac-man dude everybody knows Mm -hmm. Mm pac-man so then they it starts getting darker obviously that's the whole thing of an eclipse it's getting a little creepy and carlin Carlin. gets freaked out and said god's gonna come back Mm -hmm. god's gonna open the sky it's the end of days like girl calm down this is literally it's just an eclipse this is why we taught you the science yes this is why we taught you the science (laughs) yes exactly 
Um, so everyone freaks out because they start seeing a star and they can hear crickets and everyone's like screaming and it's chaotic as fuck. They're standing on shit. This was when they were standing on those fucking loungers and I was like, get off the fucking lounge, you're 19 years old. <laughs> that, yeah, lots of people were like shocked that it wasn't completely dark outside. Uh-huh. And it was just, I don't know, it's clear that Brandon's Brandon's lesson did not sink in with everybody that was Mm-mm. there. No. Um, but also Michael and Brandon did just keep looking up at the sun mm-hmm. without glasses on. I kept noticing that they're like, oh yeah, you know, the eclipse, it's almost done. And they're just like fucking looking at it. I was like, guys, that's the whole I thing. Have retinal yeah. damage. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> Donald Trump. <laughs> and so God, fucking Donald Trump. <laughs> do Jesus you remember Christ. When he looked I do remember when he looked into the sun for the eclipse. <sighs> that was a moment. God, I miss those days. Not really, but that was... I do miss least. dunking on Trump, but I don't miss Trump oh, being in no. the news. I mostly just miss life before COVID, honestly. But oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. God. Anyway, now we get to the fun part of this episode. <sighs> I hate this so they, much. Of course, at the party, Kelly is like, "Well, Michael and Brandon also have an appointment with Doctor Dick. Doctor Dick." <laughs> Dr. Vick for their infertility test that they have to do that, you know, he can do for probably cheaper because, you know, if it's yeah. a family discount, he's birthed all 19 of them, I'm sure. Right. So. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I loved that Kelly called it delayed pregnancy when it's called infertility. A lot of people don't like to use that phrase because yeah. I think a lot of people think infertility means you can never have kids or you like have no yeah. ability to have kids. But that's infertility is defined as like if you've tried for a year and you haven't been able to have a baby, you're going through infertility. That's yeah. It's yeah. kind of like a spectrum of like you could just be having one little hormonal thing that's not letting it implant right. or like Aaron or whatever who had the blood clotting disorder. Yeah, there's so, so many things. I'm not going to get too much into detail about it because but. I've talked about mm-hmm. it a little bit before on the show that my husband and I are going through very similar things to Michael. And so, I don't know. It was hard for me to watch this. Like, mm-hmm. I think it's just, it was hard for me to, as to watch like a, another couple going through the same, I don't know. It's just, it was kind of surreal. And it, and this was especially surreal because, so they're going to visit the doctor to get this test done. That's basically like a picture. They send dye through your tubes and it basically uh-huh. makes sure there's not a blockage in your tubes. And it also flushes out your tubes. So it's both a diagnostic tool and mm-hmm. a treatment in some cases. And mm-hmm. <laughs> I was well, the last time I saw my fertility doctor, this is what we were talking about me getting this test. And so I don't know mm-hmm. why it just like made me feel so weird watching. I don't know. It was just weird. I'm in a weird place. It made me feel like real upset. And I I mean, you may want to cut this out, but it made me feel real upset too. Like, even on your behalf, just that, like, this is fucking 2017. Like, this is, we know this is 2017. And it, like, so they're going on like fucking four years of this. Yeah. Yeah. No, that made me feel like shit too. Like, cause I was like, God, it's still, they still don't have a baby. And like, I don't know. It's hard. It was hard. It was hard for me to watch this, if I'm being completely honest. But yeah. Yeah. For sure. But the the procedure goes well. They basically know for sure that at least one of her tubes is open, which is obviously mm-hmm. good news. Um, and also they said that, like, that might have, like I said, this kind of flushes out your tubes. And so in mm-hmm. some cases, my doctor told me, like, that's all that needs to do. That That's all that needs to happen for some people. They just need to have their tubes flushed and then it, they don't even need, like, any additional fertility 
drugs or whatever. That, would be that good. clearly isn't the case for them if they're still not pregnant now. But yeah. But at least I don't know. It's it's so hard yeah. too because there are so many things that it could be, and there it's just there are so many delicate processes within fertility mm-hmm. that it's just really hard to figure out exactly what the problem. And thankfully, we, my husband and I, have a little bit more answers than it seems like Michael and Brandon have in terms of what the problem is. We don't really know why mm-hmm. we're having the problem. We know what the problem is, so that's good. But. I don't know. It's just it's really hard. And yeah, I feel I feel awful for Michael and Brandon. And Mm -hmm. I can't imagine like I know how hard it is to go through this. And I have I don't know, like I said, like I've said this before, like I don't have my worth tied to my fertility and that's not how my family or I think society sees me. And I'm already having a hard enough time with it. So, like, I can't imagine her going through that. And then Mm -hmm. on top of that, seeing everybody around her have babies, because that has been one of the hardest thing for me. Um, is like seeing everybody else very easily get what I so desperately want and I can't imagine seeing all of my siblings and I just can't yeah and with so many of them like it's not like you know your sister's pregnant once every couple of years it's like you have a pregnant sister every three fucking months yeah yeah it's like god it's just it's hard but yeah I don't know I don't know it sucks it sucks um yeah so the procedure goes well michael seems to be dealing with it as well as one can yeah brandon seems like he's very supportive that's true very yeah. nice like you know good. he's not a shitty dude and he's not you know giving any like if you can't have a baby i'm gonna leave you vibes because mm-hmm. fuck shitty men yeah which some guys are like that so and i'm sure mm-hmm. lots of fundy guys are particularly like that so it, it does seem at least from an outsider's perspective from the show it does seem like brandon is at least supportive yeah. and kind and and in like you know very considerate of her feelings which yeah yeah it's hard that's yeah it's all you can really ask for because it's not an easy time for no, anybody it's not it's it's not but yeah michael says that it has a beautiful side too because she and brandon have gotten closer and that mm-hmm. is the end of the episode yeah i mean that yeah i definitely think that like if anything me going through fertility issues and honestly it co- mine coincides so much with the pandemic because it's all been in the same time so it's all been like mm-hmm. awfulness all together but like it's just made me it's shown me that like i married the right person and we are the like a good partnership and that is very comforting through all of this mm-hmm. so that's good yeah yeah anyway let's move on of let's course get- episode fucking five what is episode five about? Aaron's surprise takes the cake. God, this, I was like, right, uh, for going from that to this, I was like, t- mm-hmm. like fucking up TV wants me and Michael to suffer. Like, that's all there yeah. is to it. Oh, yeah. They're like, Michael, do you want to relive some trauma on fucking television? And then we're just going to talk about all your sister's pregnancies? Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, fuck. Poor Michael. Poor Michael. Anyway, Aaron found out that she is pregnant, and so she decided that she was going to make a dessert to announce the news to Chad. And we get a little clip of the big reveal, and it was clear that Chad was very surprised, but obviously mm-hmm. happy because that's, yeah. And then Aaron <laughs> says the phrase, we're going to have three kids under two. And I was like, nope. Holy shit. Mm-mm. Oh my god, I would fucking die. I'm Having good. one child under two seems like more than enough yes yes agreed (laughs) so yeah i don't know do you have anything else to say about the 
reveal to Chad. It was kind of like a no. short little thing. It was yeah, it was just like a thing. The uh, the other part of this episode is that Whitney is going to work. Holy shit. Whitney is working. She's a working lady. She's a girl boss and she is a real estate agent. Um, Mm -hmm. so that's cool. They found a way to work around Zach's work schedule so that like he can watch the kids on his day off and she can work and all kinds of stuff. And hell yeah, go for it, Whitney. I think it's awesome because we don't see it happen very often that women in fundamentalism, you know, not that I think that they should have to have a job, you know, if they're taking care of kids, but like, it's nice that it seems like this was clearly something that Whitney wanted to do. And it's nice that it was an option for her. So hell yeah. Um, Honestly, I think the Bates probably are less fucking weird about that than the Duggars and shit. Because, mm-hmm. like, the Duggars don't let any of their girl children really work, other than TLC and influencing. Right. But almost all of the Bates girls have, like, you know, they have the boutique, they have their own jobs, Whitney sells yeah, houses. Yeah, they, they definitely seem to be a little bit more, like, women can do things more more than just take care of kids. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's, like, kind of their there yeah yes <laughs> we're, we're just we're literally just like acknowledging that women are people too at this <laughs> <Yes>. point <laughs> wow <laughs> great job great job Bates family good job but yeah she is going to work for Bailey real estate company mm-hmm. with this very smiley man named Justin Bailey mm-hmm. I don't know he gave me the willies he, he was, was like, a little creepy I yeah I got that vibe he, too he's like one of the dudes that you see at the gym or something that like kind of weirds you out mm-hmm. a little bit yeah yeah like you're not quite wa- sure why you can't really put your finger on it but mm-hmm. like just bad vibes 100% I think yes. it's just like he's got the fake smile and the fake tan yeah yeah the fake smile do just, a lot to you yep for sure so she goes in and meets with him and get he gives her a little bit of pointers on how to get started and then she gets her first sign with her name on it mm-hmm. very exciting it was very cool yeah hell yeah very go Whitney I am proud of you for going out there it's I mean hard to do that I'm sure just in her environment but then also having kids like it's hard it's mm-hmm. hard to get out there and do stuff like that so good for you Whitney mm-hmm. yep and she just said that she wanted to be a part of the community and that was yeah. her reason for doing it and that's like a really good reason to yeah. want to do a job like definitely that. yeah for sure yeah um god so then we have trace he's trying out for the basketball team at Mm -hmm. crown college Mm -hmm. which has the most prestigious basketball program oh yes he's gonna never get into yeah (laughs) um so he obviously knows how to play basketball but doesn't really know a lot about team sports at all Mm -hmm. so he's getting some people from the basketball team over to help him like practice run drills and like get to like under skills of basketball exactly So, apparently, they're really trying to work on Trace's mental attitude. I like how they called it mental attitude. (laughs) I know. It's so funny. But, like, it is supposedly very important in team sports. They always Mm -hmm. really went hard on it when I was a kid, too. Like, it'd be like, nope, don't talk shit about yourself. (laughs) Yes. Okay, but then Trace said something. They basically, Trace kept saying bad things about himself. And they Uh made him do 10 push-ups every time he... um, said something bad about himself which i actually have a friend that if she hears me say a negative thing about myself she makes me say three positive things about myself in return and i hate it so much but then (laughs) trace said like i'll take the (laughs) push-up yeah exactly (laughs) trace said i was just stating facts facts and negativity are different and that is 100 (laughs) percent me all the time whenever i'm being negative as shit okay me too i'm like (laughs) it's just real it's just true i can't do this i just cannot (laughs) i'm being a realist 
god it's me too i'm like no i know things i know i can't do this now it's like bitch i am the most <laughs> negative person in the world and i know it but <sighs> yeah. you know what whatever so yeah i don't know do you have anything else to say about trace i don't know he he did better than i expected honestly yeah maybe stuff that they maybe showed. he'll get in the team after all maybe i don't think he's gonna be kicked out i think i think crown college is like if you show up you play if you show up and you're christian you can play <laughs> father son and the holy dunk <laughs> amen <laughs> amen <laughs> So Erin is kind of was trying to figure out how she wanted to tell the rest of the family that she was pregnant. And so mm-hmm. she kind of already told Kelly and she decided that she wanted to make it special for the little girls. And they have like a special bond. So she has Addie, Ellie and Callie over to bake a cake. Um, and then she's going to announce it to them. Mm-hmm. Um, so in this part, we I, this is like the first time I really heard Adelie talk. Yes. And yeah, so I looked it up and she apparently had like pretty dramatic hearing loss that they didn't notice until school because they couldn't, they didn't know, which is very interesting. So she has hearing aids and stuff. It is interesting. I remember, and it's, I remember seeing a post on the bringing up the subreddit a a few months ago, which I don't. I've been trying not to like get ahead. Like I don't want to be mm-hmm. spoiled because I don't know yeah. a lot about the Bates. So, but I did see someone say like, "How did they not know about Addie's problem?" When like you can tell it very clearly just from watching the show, and and yeah. I and hearing the, her talk, I because she doesn't really talk that often, but hearing her talk, uh-uh. it was like very clear that there there's yeah that an she impediment. has a hearing yeah. impairment. Yeah. Like she is yeah. not speaking. It's nor- like naturally. It's it's, it's sad wild. that it like took the parents until she went to. S- until school age to like fu- right i feel like that like usually yeah. it takes like i think so most of the people that i've known who've had hearing loss from a young age usually got hearing aids at like between three and five yeah because they do like the stimuli response where like they clap in front of your face and see yeah. if you turn your head and stuff so exactly you do that yeah stuff. hearing loss is i feel like for most people and obviously it can be different for everybody but i feel like for most people mm-hmm. it's pretty evident early on if you have it like as a baby well, and, like, they should have been looking for it for mm-hmm. her because she was born, you know, hypoxic. Yes. She had her cord wrapped around her neck. She w- didn't breathe for yeah. quite a while. Like, that's that's when you run the full gamut. <laughs> for sure. For sure. But, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that she, they at least, they know about it now. But, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it was, like, how? How did they not know for so long? It's pretty clear. So they bake the cake um, and Aaron says they're baking it to celebrate something. And then she tells mm-hmm. them that there's a baby in her belly and I ate it. <laughs> ah! Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> the girls are so excited though. It was pretty cute. Mm-hmm. And then they all fight over who's going to tell who, and they do a bunch of phone calls and t- call and tell everyone the news. And nobody's surprised because this is just like another Tuesday, except poor yep. Michael's probably sobbing somewhere. Oh, yeah. She's like, congratulations, and then turns off her phone and goes to pray. Yes. Pray and cry. Pray and that's cry. What she's, or she's doing a Lydia, and she's walking around in oh, the backyard no. singing or something. God, please don't. Please, I hope I not. get it. We all go through some shit, man. <laughs> yeah. Which, if anyone cares, Lydia now has an Instagram account. Ooh, fancy. So she's moving on up in the world. She's putting her songs out on there. Hell yes. Hell yes. 
I like that the season ended and everyone's like, wow, Kelly really is a piece of shit. Not Kelly. Whatever her name is in that one. <laughs> the <laughs> one Kelly of, the of that family is Kim. <laughs> yeah. Mama Plath really is a piece of shit. And then all of a sudden, everybody's allowed to talk to other people and have an Instagram. Wow. wow. <laughs> Imagine but, that. <laughs> anyways, back to the baits. Um, Aaron is was surprised by her pregnancy, but Aaron's also the third of the Bates children. So she's like, this is going to be the best baby, which oh. I thought was cute. Yeah. That, yeah <laughs> she's number fair. three. And yeah. Um, and then the only other thing I had to say about this one is this was when Kelly says baby news is the most important news that happens at our house. Hmm. I'm like, yeah, but is it like babies are important, but there's a lot of other stuff going on in people's lives. Yep. True. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's like, again, there's just like too much of an emphasis on let's have it as many babies weird. as we can. And it's like, not yeah. okay. It's not great. I don't like it. I it shouldn't be the most. I mean, like it shouldn't be the most important thing in your life necessarily. Yeah, there's lots of other things you can have in your life that are important. Mm-hmm. True, very true. <sighs> but I think that wraps it up for this episode. We will continue on with the very long season of the Bates. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's the longest season I think we it's have. So I think long. the next one's shorter by like five episodes. Yeah, yeah, so. it's crazy. But there's like a lot going on this season. There's babies. There's courtships. There's weddings. Mm-hmm. There's we're getting into it. Last, like we yeah. said, last season was like the calm before the storm. But if you have anything that you would like to say about this episode or any of our other episodes, if you have anything that you would like us to cover in the future, you can send us an email at tvliterate at gmail and you can find us everywhere on the internet at TV Literate. We are on Tumblr, Reddit, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We're everywhere. If you need to find us, you can find us. Send us all of your cool and interesting reality TV, trashy TV, fundies stuff. Yes. Yes, we are trying as hard as we can to keep up with all the fundy trash that is going on. <laughs> so if you see anything that you think might have slipped through the cracks, please send it to us. We mm-hmm. are desperate for it all. Um, but if you have time and you'd like to leave us a review, we would also very much appreciate that. And we will see you guys next week with another episode. Bye-bye. Bye.